This episode of Pucks Out Podcast is brought to you by Action 24-7, Tennessee's only local legal sports book. Use code Pucks Out when you make your first deposit, and our friends at Action will double your deposit up to $800. And once again, this week, there are so many dope events and promos happening. Today, Thursday the 24th, the Predators take the ice against the Stars. Bet $50 on the money line, and you'll get a 15 free bet if it doesn't hit. I'm excited for that game. I'll be there to see Pekka's jersey retirement. Friday, the 25th, our eyes are on the NBA tonight as the Heat take on the Knicks and, and the Clippers battle the Lakers. Put $50 on any NBA parlay plus 200 odds or better and get $25 back if it doesn't hit. Saturday, the 26th, bet $50 on a plus 200 or greater college basketball parlay and you'll automatically get a $25 free bet just because action loves you. Once again, use code PUCKSOUT, that's P-U-C-K-S-O-U-T, when you make your first deposit, and action will double it up to $800. What are you waiting for? From the Standing Stone Farm Studio right outside downtown Nashville, it's time for the most ridiculous sports podcast in the world. So sit back, relax, and listen as Bobby Butler and Brandon Bond crack open a cold one and talk all things hockey, pop culture, and complain about everyday situations. It's the Pucks Out Podcast on the Penalty Box Radio Network. Welcome in to episode 100 of the most ridiculous podcast in sports and pop culture. I'm Bobby. He's Brandon. Hello. And you can find us in the three majors of social media at Pucks Out Pod. Now let's crack open this cold mayday beer and let's get after it. Once again, Pucks Out is powered by Mayday Brewery, the official beer of Pucks Out Podcast. Join them every Thursday for bingo. And this Saturday... If you're listening on release day, they got a chili cook-off. So head on over there, try out some delicious chili from a bunch of different people, and watch the Stadium Series game if you don't already have tickets. Uh, today, we are got so much to talk about. We're talking about some records of some 100. We've got a bunch of news in and out of the league. We got our games of the week. What's snapping your stick? And um, an oldie, but a goodie, come, uh, is remixed and comes back for our joke of the week. Uh, how are you this week, bud? Uh, good, man. I'm really, you know, still just mentally physically recovering from the cross-country trek uh you know lots of weather uh st louis obviously terrible just in general anyway but uh, especially this past friday with all of the, the weather battled through it you know made it safe uh but but lots of you know too much uh too much more suited for what's snapping my stick uh discussion than i'm, I'm more jazzed up about uh you know, going to Chicago and watching watching the Grizz Bulls play, um, but um, sad that I'll have to miss the Stadium Series without yeah. with you. But hey, you know we got to have coverage all over the place. Yeah. Sometimes you get the assignment that is not, you know, not not as uh, pressing yeah. for the for the team. But and we are assigned for this Thursday's Pecker retirement game. Different parts of the arena. Different parts. We're we're yeah. Uh, we're, I'm, I'll be I'll be checking out the uh, the Lexus Lounge. Make sure everything's going appropriately down there. Yeah. You with your be, fiance uh, and my answer. wife, and then exactly. I'll be with our our friend, our good friend of show, Danny Tanner, of right. an all inclusive zone. He'll say, "Yeah, I mean, we just want to make sure we have full coverage, so everybody yeah. knows we're there, we're representing." Yeah, Pucks Out is here for you. We like to go anywhere as long as that place has beer. Right. I mean, you know, I'm not 
I'm not going to, uh, you know, I'm not going to hang out at a church with you, with you or something. Unless you know, that church is a brewery. Unless it actually is, you know, <laughs> unless it's formally a church, formally a church that turns into a brewery. That's I'm okay with that. Yeah. I, I accept those specifically. What about you, man? How you doing? Pretty good, man. Getting ready. You know, this is like my last couple of days before what is probably the busiest, not like probably 60 days that I've ever had. Uh, we've got. My sister, uh, sister-in-law's wedding, where we have to travel to, then they've got the reception. I'm going on a cross-country trip, you know, flying to Las Vegas then uh, to see my grandfather for, for his birthday, then fly, uh, taking a puddle jumper over to San Francisco to see the Preds-San Jose game. Then I'm driving all the way back, bringing some stuff back with me from my grandfather's house. So, you know, it, it, that that's going to be a long drive. Hopefully, you know, we don't hit any weather, but we probably will. Uh, we're making a couple stops, I think, in Oklahoma City to see some breweries there, get some food, making some other stops. Uh, my wife's been wanting to do these hot springs in Arkansas for a long time, so she's pretty uh, excited about that. And then, you know, eh, got crawfish boils starting to come up soon. So I'm uh, just getting ready for busy time. But super excited about this episode. Don't forget to check us out on What a Maneuver and Patreon to support us. Uh, let's ju- jump right into the news. Everything you need to know about what's happening on the ice. It's time for news from inside the boards. We just talked about it a little bit. Pecorine will have his number 35 brought up to the rafters this Thursday. Uh, it Very well deserving to be the first Preds to ever have his jersey retired. That's going to be an amazing night and a great ceremony. Um, let's hope the Preds can kick this uh, losing streak they've been on and get a W that night. Yeah, uh, and you would really love to see a, a win come along with that that retirement for sure. Yeah. But uh, looking forward I mean, to they, it. Uh, they, go, they face Florida tonight to record, and uh, that's going to be an uphill battle for them. Yeah, for sure. Uh, I threw some money on the, on the over. Uh, I think they can win this game. Uh, I didn't like the value that you're going to get from betting straight Florida. Um, I mean, this could be a win. This would be a big statement win. It would um, be. For sure. I think I might go and take Florida minus one and a half, though. Yeah, I mean, it's that's that's looking good. For I mean, good money on it. Yeah. But, um, you know, I was not sure. I mean, the Preds always surprise you when it, when it's, you know, it's you expect them to lose. So, I could definitely see them pulling out a win here. I'm just going to stick with the over or under. Yeah. Uh, you, obviously, uh, I guess since I've taken it, it's gone up. From six and a half to seven, yeah. so it's not that that is not as a juicy of a number for sure. I can see why you're you're you yeah. want to get some action on the game for sure, but I mean a seven number seven, is always yeah seven always. The president, the Preds and Florida be a little unpredictable sometimes with their scoring. Sure, sure. A lot of Preds games could be you know it could be five to four or yeah. it could be three to three to one at the yeah, end of the night. Absolutely. You know? Um, and and so taking that extra, I mean, yeah, that seven is the it's the risk. That's what I need to hit. But if you hit seven goals and then you still need another one, that's where that's where the problem comes in. Yeah, I think seven and, is and, possible. And not just, you know, oh, you don't get any money, but it's also the whole game of stressing and sweating it. Just, yeah. you just know, to say, just, who, just to, OK, who, right. I didn't lose. I any didn't money. lose any money just to Whereas watch like a six game. and a half. You can sweat all night. And be like, ah, I have a goal hit and, and you're happy then. Right. Exactly. So it's, you know, it's that kind of, you know, balancing. Um the stadium series this Saturday, I'm super excited. My wife got uh, got me some tickets for Christmas. Uh, the I am really excited. This is a night game. Uh, I put a link in here, and you can. I don't know if you if this is the first time you've seen the mock up of what the field a field at Nissan's going to look like. Um, 
but it's going to be really dope it being you know the game starts after sunset and all like the lights that you see that are supposed to be like neon are going to be lit up with leds and super bright so it's going to look amazing with the flyovers and stuff yeah it looks cool i really wonder how that will really work for the players you know a bunch of leds floating around the outside of their arena like that That i mean i think in arenas there's a bunch of leds and lights everywhere too uh yeah but you have the lights up overhead that are you know it's all bright anyway i think because of i think what this is i think what the leds are going to be more is for like during pre-game and missions is that because they'll turn the house lights off because if the house lights are on which they will be for the when it's playing those leds are not going to be as distracting for the players yeah, it's a lot harder to turn on the turn on and off those football house True. lights. Yeah, you, don't, yeah. you don't just turn those off. Uh, just True, yeah. Click, click, click. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, no, and and that's that's more of what I'm saying is if it's just like, hey, for for use use before the game and showing off, great. That I'm just like, if those are all flashing and stuff, yeah. that have to be a well, little I distracting. I, I, I think they said they're not going to be flashing; they're just going to be on. In okay. Part, yeah, but then that would be different for yeah. sure. Uh, um, but it's gonna it's gonna be really cool. Um, almost might be distracting watching the game if they're on the whole time. Yeah. Too. You know, I yeah. mean, I'm just, I'm just, yeah. I hope the weather's here. nice. It for looks, it, it yeah, looks super yeah, it looks cool. cool. I, I'm excited. The uh, halftime shows, I can't remember who's performing. I think it's like Carrie, is it Miranda? It's Miranda Lambert and Blake Shelton? Batman, Dirk's I mean, Bentley? Dirk's Bentley. And I'm, I'm not going, so I didn't. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't like, who's the music going to be? Yeah. Um, <laughs> Uh, but all right, yeah. So when we got some uh, news for with some transactions, the Maple Leafs acquire Carter Hutton from the Coyotes for future considerations. Uh, I guess not my super favorite, exciting. Yeah. My favorite trade. Uh, Jack Eichel is now a point per game scorer uh, in Vegas. Three points in three games. He seems to like it a little bit more than Buffalo, as most people probably would <laughs> enjoy Vegas compared to Buffalo. They uh, uh, the problem, the biggest problem for them was having to throw Mark Stone on that long term IR. Or some cap space, yeah. so maybe that maybe that's that's how they figured it out. Maybe uh, maybe he'll be better and great, good to go for for playoff times for them. Yeah, uh, Seattle, uh, the crack can make history. JT Brown and Everett Fitzhugh become the first All Black TV broadcast team for an NHL game. Surprised it took this long. Um, so that's great to see. But that about wraps up our news within the NHL. Let's hop outside. Now that you know what's happening inside the boards. Time for the rest of the headlines with news from outside the boards. The Winter Olympics, my favorite Olympics, everyone's favorite Olympics, is wrapped up. Uh, uh, U.S. has uh, maintains their fourth spot that they had from 2018. They had eight golds and 25 overall medals. Norway once again took the top spot with 16 golds, 37 total. Germany once again took the second spot with 12 golds, 27 total. China, you're saying you're saying. Um these are the okay. The whole Olympics are done. Yeah, okay. yeah. The Olympics are done now. the The closing ceremony has occurred. Uh, China sneaked into the third spot with nine golds and fifteen total, and the U.S. with eight golds and twenty five total. Canada fell to eleventh, uh, all the way to eleventh from their fourth place finish in uh, two thousand eighteen, and with only four golds and twenty six total. Uh, not a great showing for the Canadians in the Winter Olympics. Uh, they definitely can't be happy about not even getting the. I don't. They didn't even get the silver. <laughs> Or the bronze in the in men's hockey. Yeah, I'm. I mean, that just felt like a boring. It was like a even. Boring. I, I, yeah. Listen, I enjoyed it because I enjoy the sports, but the coverage sure. was bad. NBC's coverage was not great. Coverage has been um, horrible. The advertise like they didn't really promote it. Now I get it; they didn't really want to promote the Beijing Olympics because of you know the geopolitical aspect of it. But overall, the 
the sports just if you're a, a winter sports fan it was entertaining but the coverage was not great and so if you're not a winter sport fan you're not going to enjoy it as much as you normally would in like say you know in the sochi olympics or anything like that yeah but i feel like it, i mean they have traditionally hyped up a lot of sports and made it a lot more fun even I mean, i'm not a i'm not the winter sports olympic guy but i like it but you gotta put it you gotta put it in my face and that has really not been done Everybody's yeah. wanting to tout their their secret new app or their secret new, you know, this to watch the Olympics. And it was so many hoops to jump through yeah. on a lot of stuff if you didn't have very specific, yeah. um, very specific, you know, yeah, I guess TV I just had Hulu, so it was just on the front page of Hulu for me. Well, right. I mean, and I, 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 you could you could access it and stuff, but it was just like, oh, if you don't have Paramount Plus for this random thing, or if you don't oh, have, okay. you know, if you don't have, uh, you know, Peacock for this random thing, yeah. you know, it was just little things like that. As opposed to, yeah, if I stayed up late, I could watch the live coverage of it. But if I'm not doing that, it was just made it hard to yeah. uh, to pull up and just access. Like where I remember a few a uh, few Winter Olympics ago, it was literally just, hey, turn this channel on and like there will be Olympics on all day. Yeah. 100% of the time. And it just wasn't conducive to that. this time. Yeah, no worries. Sure. But I mean, I mean it's garbage sure, yeah. Olympics, not <laughs> summer. I mean, or anything, <laughs> um, the MLB is still in lockout as of recording. The players and the owners uh, met in Florida to negotiate a little bit of the details. Uh, the owners uh, counter off all well, the so the players association originally wanted 115 million in bonuses for 150 players and a draft and a the draft change of a draft lottery for the top eight picks. The owners' offer was 15 to 20 million bonus pool for only 30 players, and that is a huge gap. To, that is such a undercut. Like that's not even like I'm going to come in with 50 percent. That. That's a that that is and that is almost an offensive counteroffer for what they want, and so that is one of the reasons why they are they you know the players were locked out. Um, reports are right now that there has not been much improvement on the situation. The MLB has conceded that they won't cut the rosters of the of the minor leagues, uh, but that's only one small thing, and that was right. one of those things that like the MLB originally put in that they knew they were going to have to step come back on. Uh, but um, among the other key areas in which there are uh, uh, incisable gaps, league minimum salaries, the luxury tax and its penalties, the revenue sharing system among clubs, and the number of players eligible for salary arbitration. The MLB has repeatedly insisted it will not touch the last two items, both of which the union has sought to alter or expand. Uh, spring training games have been postponed, and uh, quoting the MLB and the Players Association, uh, in no earlier than March 5th will they begin. And many analysts in... Uh, are saying that if a deal is not made on this by the uh by the end of this week uh then the regular season has a very slim chance of starting on time uh manfred came out today and said that it would be horrible if the players caused the regular season to get postponed <laughs> so <laughs> oh man it's no shame with no shame with that cat um honestly they just need to hold out yeah, yeah. that's what i'd at do at this point yeah I, that's what i would do if i if i were them i know that it hurts a very you know a smaller subset of people but these you know uh what what the big superstars that already do make a bunch of money need to be doing is remembering those little guys on their team yeah. that are gonna that will that will cause the signing quicker um, you know, they may be able to have your back and hold out, hold out hope for a little longer with you. If yeah. you, uh, if you just remember them, Mike Trout and, you know, <laughs> uh, you know, those type of guys, just remembering those little guys that are, you know, yeah. this is great. They're a professional ball player as well, but they ain't able to just hang tight for a year. They still needed their paycheck type yeah. of deal. So for sure. But all right. So let's jump into our main topic of the day. 
it's our 100th episode. Uh, it, this is a, we want to thank all of our fans. It has been a pleasure to talk with all of you. It's been a pleasure for the last two years to just once a week, get to hang out with my best friend, drink some beer and talk sports. Um, you know, it, it, it's been crazy. You, our first episode was a little bit after the winter classic and our 100th episode is right before the stadium series. Uh, you know, it, that, it, that is just great. Uh, so we're going to talk a little bit of records of 100 in the NHL. Uh, some of these are a little, little bit hard. To, yeah, and some of these stats are a little hard to verify. Had to use Reddit a little bit, but you know, we'll see what happens. Um, yeah. So if we're wrong on any of these, don't know that we're not. We don't have ESPN stats and info uh, guys that can just run stats for us. We did our best. If we're wrong, even better. Tell us we're we're okay with being wrong. Yeah, <laughs> it happens. Not you all know. the time, but. You know, uh, I mean, most of the time, most of the basically 100 times out of 100 times we're right. But, you know, things happen. Bobby sometimes is wrong. So (laughs) Uh, the fastest skater, to 100 goals. I when I thought of this, I I was like, it's going to be Gretzky. Uh, Gretzky, I think, was third or fourth. Mike Bossy from the Islanders did it in 129 games. Hmm. Okay, that's pretty quick. The slowest. Was Shane Doan with a 501 games. Wow. That's now uh, the that, best part is uh, when I looked up his stats earlier, he had about uh, a thousand goals in his career, I believe. Um, uh, let me quick check. That yeah, I was going to say, no, I mean, that's I think there good. was a thousand games played. Let me double check that. I think I sorry. He had, uh, yeah. Fifteen hundred games played and four hundred goals, which means it took him. He was quicker on his he first was 100. Well, no, he was slower on his first 100. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. That's right. Because he scored yes. he scored 300 goals in 1,000 games and only 100 in the first 500. Yeah. So he picked it up a little bit. Uh, so, almost like he wanted to be the slowest 200. Yeah. And then he's going to square it away. He was like, I know I'm going to score 100. I just got to do it slow. You had uh, you had the fastest goalie to 100 wins on here is Chris Osgood. You had a bunch of a, a bunch of stats that this cat that this yeah, cat had. I'm looking this up. And this is a stat I got from Reddit. And I went on to look it up. And he was the fastest goalie to 100 wins. I believe it was 157 games. Uh, he, with the uh, with Detroit, uh, he retired in 2011. He had three Stanley Cups. I'm sure he had a Vesna, maybe. I didn't see that. And he had two Jennings. He had a couple All-Star games. He's the fastest goalie to 100 wins. He's not in the Hall of Fame. That's wild. Uh, that's a that's lot of really stats. weird. That's a lot of stats. Maybe there's to, something I'm missing. Maybe he was maybe he killed a guy or something. Yeah. You know, like he stabbed. <laughs> well, they, it's it, this is American sports. He'll get he in there. He banged the commissioner's wife or something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Uh, something had to have happened there. Yeah, that's, that's that wild. seems like a lot of a lot of a lot of good. Yeah. Uh, the fastest. Ed, um, I'm sorry. The first ever player to 100 points again. Uh, well, uh, actually, no, I didn't think this was going to be Gretzky. I didn't think it'd be Phil Esposito, though. Yeah, this is interesting. Uh, that's uh, Phil Esposito. Is he uh, that's is the Bruins guy or is that the uh, Blackhawks Esposito? I know there's a couple of Espositos floating afoot. I think Phil Esposito is the Boston, uh, Boston. Bruins yeah, Bruins. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So uh, I always remember him from the uh, from the David Pedroia uh, commercial. When they're 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 at that Boston sandwich shop, and they're like, "You think Pedroia needs his own sandwich?" He's like, "The laser shoe," and he's <laughs> he's like he was like, "Yeah," and he was like, "What about uh, you know such and such on uh, what was a pastrami on on rye or something?" He was like, he was like, "You mean like the?" He's like, "You mean like the Esposito?" <laughs> it's like, no, it's also guy. You know, it's just like a whole fucking yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Uh, so that's what always reminds me of Phil Esposito. Um, Oldest player to to get to a uh, to get a hundred. This points. one I knew I, I call like I in my head I was like ah, this is gonna be I I called it. Uh, but yeah, Gordy Howe. Gordy Howe, forty years old. We can we can argue probably slowest to a hundred points. <laughs> I mean, I mean, you're an old guy. <laughs> yeah, point. true. Yeah, you're an old man. <laughs> he's had like he's had like four hundred and fifty fights at this point. Yeah, <laughs> he's, he's killed he's he's killed a hundred men, yeah. but not yet crossed <laughs> not yet crossed that threshold into a. But I like how it was forty years old and one hundred and three points. How was he? How old was he when he got the the hundred? <laughs> Dude was like thirty two. He had a hundred points, <laughs> or he had a four point game. That's yeah, what probably happened. probably a four, or like he hit his birthday. Like he had it down to the minute. Yeah, or or it was he a late night that. game and it crossed over to midnight. Then he scored Boom. three goals. That's that's <laughs> what it was. They just wanted to include that. Yeah. Uh, this one I know. I remember when this happened. Uh, first to a hundred home runs, Ryan Howard, three hundred and twenty-five games. He had like four forty-seven home runs that year. It was pretty, pretty impressively quick, and then kind of fell off. He was a, he just never really developed into that that power. I mean, he was he struck out so much. He never developed into that power hitter that you know that Albert Pujols that was gonna gonna keep going. So yeah. hundred home runs, Ryan Howard, uh, Wilt Chamberlain. Um, a hundred women slept with. I'm sorry, a hundred points in a game. <laughs> <laughs> that was yeah. He, you were right on the second <laughs> yeah. part too. That was the same <laughs> night. Um, yeah. I mean, uh, there was you know basketball. It's, it was hard to locate like first player to a hundred points. That could have happened in like three games for a guy or something. So we had a hundred point score, which was pretty impressive. Um, there's only two NASCAR drivers that are over that 100 point threshold. Uh, which is uh, obviously Richard Petty. Are and wins David and points Pearson. different? Or in NASCAR? Yes, okay. yes. Wins and win. Like I'm talking so about. Wins. I'm talking about. Yeah. Did I say points? Yeah. I mean, okay. A hundred. No, I have it. Two NASCAR NASCAR well, drivers over a hundred. Okay. Oh, yeah, that's wins. why I was questioning. Yeah, I wasn't yeah, sure. yeah, yeah. Gotcha. Um, the closest one to that uh, that hundred win mark, besides these two, Richard Petty, David Pearson, uh, Jeff Gordon has ninety three. But he is retired, so he will Seems not like, get back. Dude, you gotta just you gotta just stay in there and try to yeah, get that winning. Wow, winning's tough though. See, it's not like you know, it's it's not like winning a baseball game. You know, isn't there you, like ninety NASCAR races a year? Aren't they all over the place? Sure, but forty six other people are racing in every single one I, of them. I thought like a lot of the races. I thought it was like golf, where like a lot of the races, the big guys don't show up. They only show up to the ones where they can get the most no, points or something. No. Oh, all I, of them are equally worth. Okay, points. I assumed yeah. it was like golf, where it's like you know, they're, no. look, some of these guys when, are only going to show up to you know the like Augusta. Even when they get to the playoff races, when like ten people race, like everybody still races because they're all contractually ob- obligated. Like their cars are advertising True, that's yeah. how they get money they gotta sell them <laughs> yeah. fig newtons exactly yeah yeah i do love fig newtons <laughs> um a few other that i looked uh looked up there are a few uh pitchers that um there are 15 pitchers with at least 100 wins and 100 saves uh tom gordon john smoltz dennis eckersley rick gossage rich gossage bob stanley roly fingers and that's a that's really his name is Rolly Fingers, Ron Reed, Dave Guesty, Lindy McDaniel, McDaniel, Roy Hoyt, Wilhelm, Ron Klein, Roy Faye, Stu Miller, Ellis Kinder, and Burpo Marbury. So uh, that's a pretty elite club. And then I think I had one more. 
uh, best uh, the quarterbacks wins through a hundred games. Uh, Tom Brady was seventy six. Ben Roethlisberger was seventy. Uh, Philip Rivers sixty six. Eli Manning had fifty nine. Uh, Tony Romo had fifty eight. Uh, but they have an asterisk, and it was through ninety nine games. Cross him off the list. This is obviously not through a hundred games. Uh, did he not play a hundred games? Why? I guess. I guess he didn't. Tony not play. Romo. Tony Romo did. That's wild. Did I felt like he played forever. I really didn't. No, huh. I, he was. He was just there for a little bit. Hmm. Uh, Hassel. Matt Hasselbeck, fifty-eight. Peyton Manning, fifty-seven. Michael Vick, fifty-six. Jay Cutler, uh, another ninety-nine gamer, fifty-five. Drew Brees, fifty-two, and Carson Palmer with forty-two hundred games. That's pretty crazy to think about through a hundred games that and Aaron Rodgers is not on that list um Aaron Rodgers is not he was not he didn't start he didn't play Uh, through a hundred games remember he was on the bench for a few years uh, behind Brett Favre yeah did was is Tom Brady the only quarterback with a hundred wins did he reach a hundred wins I would have met he had to have met this was just through a hundred games yeah that's what I'm saying I'm just thinking I'm thinking like besides this I'm thinking like is there a quarterback to have a hundred yeah I would imagine so I mean let me see like 18 games a season yeah Tom Brady has 243 243 wins Brett Favre has 186 okay um I mean, we can keep going. Uh, also, yeah. 186 Peyton Manning, 172 Drew Brees, uh, yeah. Roethlisberger's at at 165. Aaron Rodgers is right behind that. Um, now this, six, yeah. Now this does, eight. but have. Uh, okay, I see it now. 2021. I saw saw that the 19 for Tom Brady. Um, okay, yeah. So I wonder who the obviously, yeah. You the first stat was the most wins. In a hundred games, right? Yeah, it was just it was just to and no, games. it wasn't the fastest to a hundred wins. It was through one hundred games played. This cat is uh, that's, that's cool. how many wins that they got. That's cool. Um, cool. Yeah, no, that that's awesome. Uh, so again, uh, thank you all so much for you know hanging out with us every week. It is wild that people actually want to listen to what we have to say. I, I, you know, my favorite part is how we used our 100th episode to talk about all this great, these great stats that happen when basically all we do is just talk about stuff like that. <laughs> <laughs> That's my favorite part. Oh, totally forgot. Um, you know, uh, Araldis Chapman, 105 mile an hour uh, pitch a few years back. That's pretty, I think that was the highest recorded oh, MLB really? pitch. Yeah, I was also surprised by that. I always thought it was like higher. I always just, I always just thought when Randy went, Randy Johnson killed that bird, it had to have been 130 miles an hour. Uh, it, 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 it was a sonic boom. It was so that was that was the most amazing thing I've ever seen in my entire life. When he popped that bird, yeah, I know you've seen that, right? Oh, yeah, when it yes. blows up, yeah, okay. multiple times. It is, it is one of the most insane things. Now, this is not a 100 thing, but something I did see when I was watching the Olympics was. The it's insane to think about, you know, obviously, you know, football players, it's insane when they play till their 40s. But there was an Olympic athlete in the women's uh, alpine skiing, 49 years old uh, from it, France or Italy. I can't remember if that's the one or there was one other that who's been in like every Olympics for like 40 years or something ridiculous. Now, maybe not 40, but like. It's been a lot of Olympics yeah. that they've been through. Well, this woman's first Olympics was 1992. So this might be the one that I'm talking about. Uh, you said she was uh, Argentinian? No, uh, Argentinian? Fr- French or Italian. Okay. Uh, uh, yeah, I don't, um, I don't remember that, but... Uh, hold on, let me look it up. I have the article, but there's a big ad blocking telling me I need to get rid of my ad blocker, and I ain't doing that. So, But it was on the description of it. Yeah, representing France. Uh, so... 
yeah, that, that's insane. When I saw her, I was like 49 years old. She's been she's been doing Olympics since I was born. Yeah, and I mean, it's just like, and you've already is- done it, man. Like, chill. <laughs> like, let somebody else, like, slide in there and represent their country. Like, <laughs> you've been representing France in the alpine skiing position for, like, since Olympics yeah. started. Well, she went against a 15-year-old, which is insane. <laughs> Blasted that 15-year-old. 15-year-old won. Yeah, it probably makes sense. Yeah. That, tr- that tracks. <laughs> From the same country, too, which was really cool to see. Because it's like, and they like, obviously, you know, they're friendly. Like, she, it's, she's there more symbolic. Like, I got to go. And, she, and they asked her, so is, how do you enjoy your last one? She's like, I never said this is my last Olympics. Yeah. And they're like, oh, well, okay. Well, you had a bad time, so well, <laughs> you've got eight years, and I don't know that you like physically have eight years, ma'am. You are <laughs> almost dead. <laughs> She's forty nine and a world class athlete. <laughs> dead, dead. dead. I, I say, I say, I say for my uh, my. Uh, I don't even have like a pedestal, dude. I'm like, I'm like, I'm sitting below her. I'm not yeah. even like sitting We're above sitting, her. Sitting, drinking beers. Ugh. <laughs> uh yeah and we look this is my craft okay yeah i mean I, my job is my job we is are to also piss olympic off the yeah they, my job is to piss off the fans of alpine skiing because i know nothing about it but the fans are just like this guy and then everybody starts listening to us to oh, hate on us them. boom and then i don't you know i'm i'm just being hated on by alpine ski fans but really you know, the snowboarding fans, they're like, this guy, he knows what's up. Yeah. The skiing's garbage. You know, that's really what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to bring in the Chloe Kim yeah. fans. You were saying Alpine ski fans. I think you mean Alpine ski fan. That just all. <laughs> no, that. Hey, there are dozens of them. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> dozens of them. <laughs> all right. Let's move into our games of the week. Games of the week. Bobby and Brandon do the work so you don't have to. The best from around the NHL and what to watch. I'm holding you at bay a little bit. Yeah, well, I mean, that's what I'm saying. We're both I'm just doing a little bit of score yeah. maintenance at yeah. this point. Uh we both went three and two last week, so I'm 54, 30, and three. You're 46, 38, and three. Uh, so yeah, it, it was That's a tough, dope. and when I got into this, you know, I guess cause I had such a bad week of betting, I assumed I also was going to have such a bad, I was like, right. I guess I forgot who I picked when I was like watching the games and I was like, I think I, I was we like, get, I don't, we I do like, get I real think. cute. I, I am interested for next season when we actually start putting, putting money on each of our, our games to see, because we get real cute when it comes to games of the week, dude. A lot of times, a lot of times places that we maybe not even wouldn't even put our money. We're willing to throw our, 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 our reputation on on here because yeah. they're just randomly picking games you know to be fair though I, my reputation's worth more than the dollar we're going to be doing so it is it, <laughs> bobby it is absolutely not i think that you dollar think, 50 i think that you think people have a higher opinion of us <laughs> than they do and it, it'll be two dollars because we're me, both putting I, I am a minor celebrity i am a d-list celebrity in nashville i'm a fan of the game i know i was uh, recognized by at least eight people that is true that is true but you have no proof that you were ever a fan of the game at this point. <laughs> I have all the proof that you were a fan of the game, and I'm going to lie and tell people it was me. <laughs> like, hey, are you a fan of the game, friend? I'm like, uh, no, I am the fan of the game they're myself. Gonna, they're going to be wearing a jersey like, oh, sweet, let me grab those arms. And just like, ah, shit. No! <laughs> they shred my fan of the game shirt. Uh, all right. Well, uh, so starting off on Thursday night, I've got the Wild versus the Maple Leafs, and Here's the thing. Uh, I've three weeks in a row. I have chosen a wild to win. And I think three weeks in a row, they've lost for me. 
three weeks in a row, I have bet against the Maple Leafs, and they win. I still don't know what I want to do uh, for this game, though. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I feel like it's almost like you got to double down and yes. just go with the wild again. I'm going right? with the wild. Whether I mean, I, I was going to, and I'm just like, ah, man, like I. It, because eventually it's going to they're a good team. Yeah, I mean, the Maple Leafs got blown out by the Habs. It's not like the Wild have lost every game since you've picked them. It's just yeah, the one those you've ones, picked yeah. Them. Yeah. Um I have the Caps Rangers Thursday on, on Thursday the 24th at 6 p.m. Going with the Rangers. The Caps have been playing uh, a little bit better since uh they had a little skid. I'm still going to stick with the Rangers and uh gonna take them. All right, on Friday um i've got the jets versus the avalanche i mean i'm not gonna be cute with this uh i could try and you know tease us like oh the jets are gonna be like the the, the rest of the game like the capitals uh, i'm sorry the uh the kings versus ducks i think was the best game of the day that one um so i i there wasn't a good matchup so i'm taking obviously i'm taking the avalanche they're just they are they are outclassed the jets in every single aspect of the game whether it's, you know, their goaltending, their defense, their number of airports in the city, <laughs> everything. I uh, I got the Kings Ducks that day. This is obviously the more the better game, I would I would say, but the more difficult choice. I'm going to go with the Kings. They have been playing good hockey as of late uh, and i've gone against them a couple times and i think it's backfired on them. yeah uh i mean i like that i think the kings are a good team i don't know where the standings are right now but i believe that the kings are a playoff team this year i i like what i'm seeing um they're currently in the second wild card spot behind the Preds. uh saturday uh both of our games are at the same time so you can flip back and forth and i think this is a this is going to be an amazing game this is two wild games for me i got the wild versus the flames the Flames just, uh, as of recording, just tied their franchise record of 10 wins in a row. I think they stay hot. Whether they, I don't know wh- how many games they have between now and then, but uh, the Flames, honestly, a couple weeks ago, I, I, I went, said the Avalanche uh, were my Stanley Cup team, and I still think that, but I could 100% see a Western Conference final Calgary versus Avalanche going seven. They have amazing goaltending. Their young guys are stepping up. This is I love this Flames team. I'm taking the Flames to, to beat the Wild. Uh, and I, I think it's going to be a great game. I think it's going to go to overtime. Great pick. I uh, do like the Flames myself. I'll be interested to, to uh, watch a little bit of that game. I probably won't watch any of that game, to be honest. I'll be at, the, be at uh, United Center. But um, I would like to watch that game if I was not out and about myself. <clears throat> Bruins Sharks is who I have on Saturday. Also 9 p.m. I got the Bruins winning that. I that you know they're sitting in that second wild card spot. They've they've had some had some trouble uh, over the last couple of weeks. I'm I'm not worried about them. Sharks are playing good hockey, but um, but Bruins are going to go out there and win this one. Uh yeah. Uh I mean I like the Sharks. I think that they are starting to regress a little bit. If you asked me a month ago, I probably would have disagreed. Um, but I agree. All right, moving on to Sunday uh, at 6.30. I've got the Canucks versus the Rangers. The Canucks are a little bit on a roll here. I think the Rangers are just too good. I think the Rangers are a very good team this year. I've got the Rangers winning this one. My Sunday game, I got the probably, like you said, the best game of the day. Oilers playing the Hurricanes Sunday the 27th uh, at 12 p.m. I'm going to go with the Hurricanes. The Oilers have just not have just dropped off. 
uh, a little bit from where they where they were uh, sitting sitting at third in the Pacific. This is a team that we thought there was no chance that they would ever even drop below the second spot in that Pacific. Uh, not playing the hockey that we've seen that they can play. So obviously, I'm going to go with a, a hot team in the Hurricanes. Yeah, um, honestly, what I've seen from Woodcraft lately, I think it's going to be a very good game. I think the Oilers have turned their season around a little bit. Uh, so, yeah, that's going to be a very good matchup. Monday, I've got the another Leafs game. I got the Leafs versus the Capitals, and this time I am going to go with the Leafs. The Caps are showing some signs of struggling a little bit. Um, so, yeah, I've got, I've got Toronto beating the Capitals in this one. Um and uh, an okay game. I mean, it won't be the worst thing that you can you can turn on. Um, cannot explain the Devils is what I have on on Monday the twenty eighth at six thirty p.m. Uh, uh, the Devils, you know, had started off hot and and played some good hockey early on. They've really dropped off from that. Uh, the Canucks started off very poorly and has and it actually picked it up. So kind of the 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 tale of two teams here. Uh, I'm going to go with the Canucks. I think that they're going to going to take this. Point. I agree. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, so I can't wait to see how our score looks next week. Let's move on to joke of the week. The weird Corey Perry. Yeah, I don't like that. Sound. Wild. I think that I think the first read was a good one. Now, now I'm overthinking it. Outlandish. Each sixth chick sat on a stick. Little tongue twister. And downright dumb. You're kidding me. It's time for the joke of the week. <laughs> All right. A couple weeks ago, maybe a month or two ago, we talked about this. Uh rent a hitman site. Woman, uh it was a site that was used for a testing site, and a woman entered in. Uh, that she wanted, I believe, like a husband killed or something like that. Well, it strikes again. This same exact site, a 14-year-old girl was questioned, apprehended after wanting, after using the site to try and hire a hitman to kill her ex-boyfriend. Uh, she, she gave all the details needed to, you know, the, his location, all that stuff. And it is absolutely insane. A Baton Rouge uh, 14-year-old girl searched the site to find someone to kill her ex-boyfriend, though, uh, uh, the website administrator, the, the website administrator contacted the Baton Rouge Police Department in January, notifying them of the girl's motives. Uh, it's wild that this site, uh, the fact that this has become a site that originally was used for testing, but now they say they like they've caught a lot of people. The <laughs> website has been in existence for 17 years, and they've been beneficial to law enforcement and sharing information. Uh, scrolling through the website, which we've looked at before, it's that was. <laughs> We looked at it before at our previous joke of the week in which we did research that was very just nonchalantly, which we've looked at before. No, yeah. I mean, as a part of research for the show. Yeah. Um, on this site, you'll find fake <laughs> testimonies from so-called satisfied customers like Randon Rond. Uh, <laughs> and don't and, forget Robbie Rutler. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we were not very creative. I mean, uh, 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 definitely not us. <laughs> It's us, but in Scooby-Doo form. <laughs> um, it, it is insane. Like, first off, like, so I, I, they don't really go into whether or not that she was charged with it, because this is like that is a serious crime. Plan, like planning, you know, to have someone murdered is a serious crime. Yeah, it, it ranks on up there, Bob. <laughs> yeah, but she's also a 14 year old girl. And so I wonder, like, do the parents like, oh, she's just doing she's just being dramatic. 
Uh, like, that would depend on. Pro- I mean, the first. Imagine all, if this was real, though, this and like just some fourteen-year-old boy is outside, just like playing basketball, and a hitman just shows up with a shaved head and just whack. And just, I mean, I, you know, I don't know why this guy's got to have a shaved well, head. Like the hitman series, I mean, like the movie, oh, like the actual hitman. Never really saw that. Uh, the, never the really played the game. Than the never really played the game either. I, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Um, I mean, she's you know. And Louisiana, so I mean, they could definitely charge her as an adult. Death I mean, penalty. They may, yeah, I mean, there is a good chance. We're going to teach you not to try dad. to have people murdered. We're going to put you to death. Yeah, I'm uh, obviously the, the problem is, is that she is 14. And so, it'll, you know, they're not going to publish a lot of stuff about it due to her being yeah. minor. So that's all right. We're going to have to follow up on this in like four years. 222. 2026, bro, remind me. Okay, we're yeah. going to follow up, see what's happening with old Baton Rouge 14-year-old yeah. girl on Valentine's Day. I completely forgot, though. It's uh, two, uh, 222. It's Jordan 22 Day and Derrick Henry Day. And Derrick Henry Day and also 22, you know, 22-22. Yeah. Uh, also, know. congrats to my sister-in-law. They, Her and her fiance got married today at the oh, courthouse, congrats. so congrats to them. Uh, I don't know if I was allowed to make that public yet, so yeah. I might. I'll ask my wife, and this part might be bleeped out. Yeah, and I mean, you know, also it's like you know this this show isn't about love and yeah. happiness, and so if we're being honest, it should maybe even if she wants people to know, it should probably get cut anyway. We don't want to seem like a, a bunch of softies out here. That's just yeah. This we, ain't this ain't love. I'm not just Doctor Drew. I, I, I'm not just I'm not just hating on love. I'm also coming at friendship too. Okay. <laughs> was that a line from what, the Wedding Singer? I think. I oh no, it was uh, Wedding Crashers. Remember. Oh. He's like, I'm not just talking. I'm not just coming at, coming at love either. I don't believe friendship's real either. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, we, uh, you know, it's our hundredth episode. Uh, I think next week we'll talk a little gold member. Or do we yeah. want to talk about it today? I mean, if you if you if you watched it, we can talk about. it. I did not, I but I've so, seen it plenty of times. So we'll just talk about it next week. Next week's fine. We did a lot. Of, we did a lot of yeah. talking, and it also know. means I don't have to go watch a James Bond movie this week. It's, I mean, it's the little things in yeah. life. If we're, yeah, be, if we're being honest, if we're being honest, it's the little things. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. So next week's fine. Yeah. Next week's so fine. Uh, we'll move into what are you binging? It's been a while, but it's our hundredth episode. Usually this is the first of the month, but you know what? Uh, the wife and I, we just started watching Ozarks. Really? And it's a, For the first time ever. Yeah. Okay. So okay. no, about four years. When season one came out, I'd watched the first couple episodes mm-hmm. and it was one of those things where I started watching when I was drunk. And just like forgot about it. Never sure. really got into it. I was like, eh, not sure. really my thing. Um, but then my wife and I got into it because we finished this awesome other shows. We're really into it. It's really good. Jason Bateman's amazing in it. Yeah. I mean, dude is uh dude has got some range. No doubt. I uh, Jason Bateman is great. Yeah. Not, not the guy you think to play that kind of serious role, but uh, absolutely. Killer. I will say the um the actress that plays his wife. uh it does an amazing job because I hate her. Oh yeah, Wendy. Wendy, yeah, just much like in Breaking Bad, how much I hated the wife there, Skyler. Skyler, like, and again, that's not like that means that the actress did a great job. Oh, it's if like you, Joffrey. It, yeah, like if you like, can get me to hate you that, like, actually have an emotion of like, like that. Like, like if you saw good. this, if you saw this person in real life, like you would hate them, and that's good. I mean, not, yeah, that's the whole point I'm of the not, role. I'm not ridiculous like some people who really do take it that far to like where they actually hate this person. No, not that. That's not, but like. If I saw Joffrey's actor out and about, I'd be like, oh, and I would know. Hell yeah. That's a great. You did a great yeah. job. Of, she does do a good job of making you hate her. Um, good show. I I mean, you know, just 
Righteous Gemstones is still coming out. So I'm yeah. super we're gonna get, we're gonna start get up that into soon. it. Uh get up into it for sure. Uh but I've I've really been binging the uh Lord of the Rings, the uh, Two Towers audiobook Andy Circus. I did the fellowship and it was super good. Um obviously I'll do um Return of the King after this one. But I mean Andy Circus straight kills it. Yeah. So I so I'm I mean, get, I've got it. I need to listen. He did it. Have you listened to him do the Hobbit? I haven't. I'm gonna go oh, back to the Hobbit. So good. I'm gonna I'm, go gonna, get, to I'm gonna jump in. I've done the Hobbit. I'm gonna jump in. I've started listening to the first like couple minutes of it. I just haven't had time to sit down and uh, listen to it. But I'm probably get into it. Yeah. So uh, that's that's really uh really I would suggest it if yeah. you've got it. I mean that's uh that's yeah. money money in but, the bank. All right. Let's move into what's snapping your stick. and Brandon are about to find out exactly what snaps their sticks. All righty. Uh, this happened yesterday, and I immediately told my wife, I was like, text this to me because I don't want to forget it. I, and people always want to try and say they have the same rights as us, but these people... These people don't deserve the same rights as us. I'm talking, and you probably know who I'm talking about, bicyclists, cyclists. Yeah. They're the worst kind of people. What do you, th- why are you on the road? You do, you are not a car. You're a, you're a danger to, they are a dangerous to society. They are a bunch of hooligans and thugs, you know, just blocking our streets. I was driving on a back road and on curvy road and this dude is going like, three miles an hour blocking a, a one-way a two-way road on, on a curvy and i can't go around him because it's curvy i can't get too close to him because what if i hit this dude so get your spandex off it go to and guess what you can do what you're doing at a gym you can buy a thing but use your bike in your house it exists that is true there is no reason to be on the road with cars. Seems, see, it, it's, it's just dangerous. I just it's don't just get why they can't use a sidewalk. Like, oh, well, we can follow. Like, oh, we're supposed to follow the same traffic laws. Why? You're I mean, not a car. I feel the same way about the scooters. You know, yeah, I mean, scooters are bad too. Yeah, use I mean, sidewalks because you know what? If a person on a bike is, is on a, a sidewalk and hits a person walking, fair, the 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 damage done there is a lot less than if a person in a car hits a person. Well, on it a bike. actually is illegal to ride your bike on the side that's what i'm saying it's okay. no, listen i get it they're following yeah, yeah. i hate the fact that these people a, do the what they do the I, I don't like them as people they're bad people <laughs> i don't like the law made for these people not, hey look bicyclists aren't sitting their best okay <laughs> uh I, i'm with you i i, I just I, I, I find where do they get off wearing spandex why, is, why why is that i mean they're, what are you a bobs a bobsled team they're in really good shape though if we're being honest those legs they're they're nice legs I mean, if anybody, sh- I mean, I'm not saying they should, Bob. I'm not defending. I'm just saying if anybody should. Bicyclist. But it's not like you're racing. Who That dude's by himself. Who is he racing? Why does he need this pointy helmet to get, to get less drag him. on himself? He, he's racing himself is the problem. And that's, that and therein lies the problem is that they're clocking themselves and they're like, I'm going to race me. And it's like, nah, bro. I like, unless you have the ghost person following you like you're at a, an arcade, you shouldn't be racing yourself. You should be, look. If they were pulling up beside each other at like red lights <laughs> and like having straight up street races to where it was like a menace of the city, like I would be more okay with yeah, that. Yeah, a hundred percent. Like if you pull 100%. up, hundred, you're on a back row. Like instead of this situation where it's just some cat where he's trying to beat his personal time, you rolled up and there was a couple of bikers beefing, and then they start racing. I want to see this series of Fast and the Furious. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. It's gonna be the it's gonna be the slow and the meticulous. <laughs> Uh, mine, 
mine is, uh, you know, uh, if if I would have in in my particular complaint, if I would have seen this this your complaint and mine, I honestly think I probably just would have ran over it. And for the reason for this being is, is because you ain't got no time to play when you're driving through Montana. Uh, let me just say, you're seeing me right now. I'm yeah, wearing a Montana you stop hat. by the hat. You're saying, I got a Montana hat. I'm 100% serious. I bought this hat because I never plan on going back to that state ever again. It was awful. You know, when you drive through 16 hours of straight mountains, you get a little sick of it. You're going up a mountain. You're like, wow, this is so beautiful. And I cannot believe <laughs> that this is there. And you go down it. You're like, wow, it's also beautiful going down it. But then you go back up the same mountain again. And we're going to show you think. You're pretty sure you're going in a circle through that place. I am. I was. They just actually designed it. You are. They're like, yeah, we want them to stay in Montana longer. It was. Uh, it was rough, man. Montana was rough. Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, we passed. I couldn't imagine what you went through. That, we, that sounds horrible. It was. Uh, it was. It was awful. Uh, you At know, least my cross country drive is a little bit more south, and it's just. Oh man, you flat, and, but it's, it'll it'll be the desert. South Dakota. We went through South Dakota. I'm going to be honest with you, and I did not see this coming. Of all the states that we drove through, Idaho happened to be the easiest. Now, we weren't there long, and that could have been a portion of it, because <laughs> the longer we happen to stay somewhere, each state had, had its own thing. South Dakota apparently is so scared that nobody will ever be able to see. And so, like, their interstates, we were driving through in the middle of the night, and it was like, uh, it, it was like they had, like, 30 lights and, like, dome lights <laughs> on us. And like cities, you know, like people had like no one would turn their brights off. I'm not really sure if they're just scared that they'll never turn back on. <laughs> I don't know. Iowa was awful. I, you know, wind was blowing us everywhere in Iowa. It was obviously no fun to be in Iowa in general. Missouri sucked. We had to drive by St. Louis and that was garbage. Yeah. And the weather was garbage. There's a there. reason people just fly over them. <sighs> I'm telling you, man, it was, just, you know, just some of the and even driving through. Why everything was just so dark, man. It was just like, ah, I don't know. I just always felt like I was going to hit the hit the wall, like the sky was so big. It's like, come on, man. Montana, you're you're for the birds, man. I wouldn't do you. I wouldn't. I you're wouldn't, trash. You're you're trash. Like and and Yellowstone is in Montana, and like it would have it would have been cool to go back and see Yellowstone, but now it's out forever. I don't care about <laughs> it. It's just a geyser. There's probably a YouTube video or something. Yeah, so. they got Google images. So Montana, uh, you yeah. you are the ultimate winner though of all those states. But, all right, guys, uh, once again, thank you for joining us for 100 episodes, and we can't wait for you to join us for another 100. We'll see you next week. Peace. Thanks for listening to the Pucks Out Podcast. To see what other ridiculousness the guys are up to, check them out on Twitter and Instagram at Pucks Out Pod. 